Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. According to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, May the peace of the Lord that passes all understanding, let it flood your heart today. Let it flood your life today. In the name of Jesus, you will have calm in the midst of whatever storm the enemy raises in your life and destiny today. In Jesus' name, amen. Marriage is God's idea and not man's idea. Marriage was constituted by God and not by man. In fact, the very first marriage was instituted by God. That is a marriage between Adam and Eve. But today you have all sorts of versions of marriages. You know, they've come up and because of that, the marriage institution is collapsing and also the family unit is collapsing because once marriage is affected, it will dovetail into affecting the family unit. So marriages are collapsing, families are collapsing and that automatically means that so society is collapsing and degenerating because every bad person in the society came from a family. Every armed robber, every thief, every suicide bomber, every kidnapper, whatever it is, they all came from a family. So can you imagine if all the families were sane and doing exactly what God wanted them to do? What it simply means is that you're going to have sound families that also means those families are going to produce sound children and those children will grow up and go to the society to work and they will do well so all the terrible things you're seeing in society is because there's been a collapse in the family unit and the family unit collapses because there's been a collapse in the marriage institution now to solve this problem god sent jesus to solve this particular problem you're probably wondering okay so jesus isn't married so how exactly did he solve this problem Well, Jesus came here and he lived in a certain way to give us the perfect example of what the family unit should be. The truth is that the church is the backup system. What does that mean? The first church that God instituted, the first place that God planned that training and spiritual development should occur is in the family unit. Now, because the family has failed, the church, which is the backup system, now has to do the corrective measure that the family has failed to do. So the first pastor of every person is the father. The assistant pastor is the mother. And then the children are the members of the congregation. So when the father doesn't do what he's supposed to do in the life of his children, God has no other option but to use the church to train and raise and disciple the children that are coming from those homes. So, but Jesus came to show us how to function as a member of a family. We're going to read from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21. It starts by saying, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Meaning that in a home, the husband should submit to the wife. The wife should submit to the husband. So is they cohabit, they co-submit to one another. And they are doing this from a place of reverence for Christ. So that means if you really honor Jesus as your Lord, if you really reverence Christ as who he is, you will submit to your husband, you know, vice versa. The husband submit to the wife, wife submit to the husband. However, even though this is the foundational truth in that marriage, but you still cannot have two captains in one boat because at the end of the day, when the two voices speak about two different things, one of them has to take preeminence. And so God, to solve that problem, told us verse 2. He says, wives, submit to your 
own husbands as you do to the Lord. I'm going to read it again for emphasis. He said, wives, submit yourself to your own husband as you do to the Lord. Meaning, the same way you submit to Christ. The Bible says that is how you're meant to submit to your own husband. He said, as to the Lord. in the, Meaning, the same way you submit to Christ, that is the same way you submit to the Lord. Now, verse 23, the Bible says, for the husband is the head of the wife. He didn't say any other thing is your head. He said the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the savior. Meaning that the same way we relate in church to Christ, he gives us the order. We know that he's the one that is in charge. We know that he's the one that saved us. The Bible said that that is exactly how the woman is to recognize her husband as her head, as her authority. It's in the Bible. Thank God it's written there. I didn't say so. The Bible said so. Numbers 24, it continues by saying, Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Doesn't matter whether I read it from King James. Doesn't matter whether I read it from NIV version, whatever version. It says you submit in everything. How are you to submit? The same way that that the church submits to Christ. The church cannot wake up and do whatever it is that they like and ignore Jesus, even though the, a lot of churches are doing that and they're going to get their reward for doing that. The same way you can't just get up and do whatever you like to Christ as a church. That is the same way the Bible tells us wives should not just get up and do whatever they like. The Bible says they have to submit to their husbands in every way. Now he comes to talk to the husbands. He says, husbands, love your wives. He didn't put a full stop there. It's actually a comma because he now tells us the extent of that love. He says, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, meaning the best of everything, it goes to the woman first because Jesus gave us everything, even his own life. Every single thing you're thinking about the woman, you're giving her everything because Jesus thinks about us. He puts us before every other thing. He puts us even before himself. If Jesus had put himself before the church, Jesus wouldn't die for the church. So he put the safety of the church first. So that is how God said the husband should love his wife. He said, by loving her, the same way you see everything you see Christ doing for the church. The Bible said that is what the man is supposed to do for the woman. Verse 26, it says to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with the water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain, wrinkle or blemish and all that. What does this mean? Now, the life of Christ submitting to God was actually Jesus showing us, this is how I want you to submit to God. The life of Christ relating with the church, God was also showing us, this is how I want you to relate with your wife. So one of the reasons Jesus came was to show us how to relate in the family unit. If the man does his job, the woman does his job, everybody is going to be fine. Some men argue, but why will I love my wife when she's not submitting? And some men argue, why should I submit to the man when my husband is not loving me? Notice if you read this place, he didn't give condition. He didn't say women submit as long as a man loves you. Neither did he say men love as long as a woman submits to you. He just plainly tells us what to do. 
Now, another question will be, okay, so what if I'm playing my part and the man is not playing his part? Remember, it takes two people to be in a marriage, but it takes a third person to make the marriage work. Meaning that there is a third person in that marriage. His name is Jesus and he's watching and he's judging. He is the one that will give the final verdict. He's the one that knows what to do. A lot of times we don't play our part, but then we expect God to intervene. But the Bible tells us something in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6. He said, and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. In other words, when you play your own part, you will see God show up. Just find out what did Jesus say I should do? Because Jesus came to show us how he related with the Father. He also came to show us how he's relating with the church as an example of what we ought to do in the marriage institution. So just find out what am I supposed to do when you play your part? you see what God will do in that marriage. One of the reasons Jesus came was to exemplify what should happen in the home front. And once the marriage is working, you will see something happen to the life of the children. They will be changed and be transformed into the very image of Christ. The same way when the church submits to Jesus Christ, you see the change and transformation occurring in the lives of the people. That is exactly what you are going to find in the family unit. So God came to show us an example of how we should relate in the family unit. Don't ignore your family if your family is not going doing well, what you're doing is you are part of the problem of society. I hope you've been blessed. Don't forget, on Monday, I'm going to be taking a series. Monday would be the 13th of December. I'm going to be taking a series of five most important things that God has ever taught me. We've looked at the different reasons why Jesus came. We've said that there are seven of them and... We said it is to deal with the, the two sin issues, delivering you from sin and delivering you from sinning. The second reason he came was to reveal the Father to us, the lifestyle of the Father. The third reason he came is to destroy the works of the devil. The fourth reason Jesus came on earth is to become a perfect high priest who has walked in our shoes. The fifth reason Jesus came is to show us our true potential, that whatever it is we see in the life of Jesus, miracles, whatever it is, we too can do it. The sixth reason Jesus came is to show us a pattern of holy living. The seventh reason Jesus came is to show us the pattern for marriages and family. These are the seven reasons we've looked at. If you miss any edition, you can always go back, look at our website, www.mspdevotion.org. And or you go to my YouTube channel, Fred, you would find the devotionals available there. So Monday, I'm going to be taking you on the five most important things that God has ever taught me. It will bless you tremendously. Thank you for listening. God bless you. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Yes, man.